Fact Up is a part of the SOAP Network, which is sponsored by the Free Association. Check us out at thefreeassociation.co.uk for classes and shows. If you want to think the unthinkable, you've got to ask questions. What is God? What's eight times eight? How does rain work? It's in the man and the woman. Who tells more life? What is a dolphin? Can a dolphin ever be a thinker? If we evolve from monkeys, why are they still monkeys? I wandered lonely as a cloud, and into this episode of Fact Up, the podcast that dares to answer all of life's questions, one One topic topic at at a time. time. For that is the way that you rhyme. Thank you, Chris Gow. For he was adjacent to a cow. That's right, and I am Sean Lothian, and we are talking today in honour of World Poetry Day. Poetry. Poetry. Perhaps one of our most florid and verbose topics, one I'm really looking forward to getting under the skin of. But what is poetry, listeners, I hear you ask, and it's a fair question. We're just going to fire up computer and get an answer to that question. Computer on. Hello, computer, how goes? It's going great. All chips in a row. I um, mm, Very lyrical. I, uh, I wrote you a piece of poetry for... For the moment. Oh, Chris, you shouldn't have. <clears throat> one zero zero one one zero zero one one zero. I mean, an erotic poem. Yeah, dirty I, lyric. I don't know what you're trying to say to me. Computer, we just need a definition from you, if you would, on the topic of poetry. Defining poetry. Poetry is a form of literature that uses aesthetic and rhythmic qualities of language, uh-huh. such as phonesthetics, sound symbolism, and meter to evoke meanings in addition to, or in place of, the prosaic, ostensible meaning. Mm -hmm. Poetry has a long history dating back to the Sumerian epic of Gilgamesh. Mm -hmm. Could you uh, Er read Gilgamesh to us? Reading Gilgamesh. From the start. From the start. Aruk. Aruk rises. Sun in the east. Gilgamesh wondered. Computer, I know that to be from the television series Star Trek, The Next Generation. Is that not the same thing? We've gone far enough away from the topic of poetry there. Do you think in the future in space on the Starship Enterprise, for instance, they will still be using the archaic entertainment system that is known as poetry? Now, that they've got holodoc and they've got things that like probably suck their bits and bobs. Yeah. And they've probably got food out of any food they want out of a vending machine. Why Mm. would they want, like, just rhyming words? I I mean, I submit to you, Chris, that how does that differ from the world in which we live today? You mean we have things that can suck our bits? (laughs) We can fetch food from the vending machine. We can have almost anything. You can get knickknacks. You know you can get knickknacks. You can even get magnums out the one down down the corridor. Yeah, both hot and cold food available from that vending machine. And we still have the need for poetry. Yes, Mm. It's a thinker, isn't it? And I tell you who is another thinker, and that is our Me. guest. No, not oh. you. Although, yes, you are. Thank you. But a bigger thinker, and in many ways, a smarter thinker. He is fat, this yes. guest, that's for sure. And our guest is celebrated poet Dwight Rochigal. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? Very well. I, uh, do you need to just blow your nose, Mr. Rochigal? No, this is the way I speak. Is it because you're so large and fat 
Is it because you Excuse have sleep me? apnea? Do you, I, have, do you have like an oxygen thing that you put in your nose? I have to sleep with a tube in my nose, yes, but it is inconsequential to the reason I am here today to speak hmm. of my art form, my love, poetry. Oh, I thought, I'm glad you said poetry because I thought you were going to say Food. Chicken. You thought I was going to <laughs> food, say food. food. It is not... Have you ever written a poem about fried chicken? I have written many poems about fried chicken. You're aware of my work. You've read my work all yes. over the world. And, I have read it all over the world. And I would yes. love to share with you some of my poems. So today. you're a poet? I am a very accomplished poet, yes, sir. Very good. You have a chef as well? A chef? Uh, Are you a chef? No, no, mm. I'm not a chef. Mm. Mm. So some sort of food. Well, I, am, I cook up words and... In, and, in, in and aesthetically food. pleasing prose, and, and, I, and I throw them onto paper, and people devour them with their eyes and their minds. Mm. Oh, because I thought it was an auditory medium mainly, because it was used to, like, you rhyme things so that you could tell stories before the written word, I mm. believe. That's I mean, why you rhyme things, so you remember them more easily. So I'm surprised that you were just you're going one for the of pure, pure written version. You're one of these Philistines that think all poems must rhyme. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the case, sir. Poetry okay. is a fluid thing. It could go in many different ways. Mm, that's very interesting. Now, you did send over a copy of your latest work, and uh, I was looking forward to reading it, but I will, our absent co-host, Ian, ate Well, the, I've the brought them with me. I've got a series of my poems I love to read for you and Great. to your listeners. These are, these are covered in some sort of grease. Mm. Excuse me? They're, it's... I just keep them with me at all times. Well, we'd be delighted to hear them. Uh, this, I mean, this, this, this first one. piece, if you'll mind, this first piece is called Incidental Motions. Very good. I'm going to stop you there. Excuse, I'm, I'm going just to stop getting you there. In, can you put? Oh, if if thank you for stopping me. I was going to start without my my, uh, my cello behind. So, oh. I would love some cello music if you could. cello music. Just oh, play right. some cello. Like I've got a like a beat behind me. You want a cello beat, beat and a beat. I'll give you a no, just, just a cello, cello. and somebody strumming okay. on a cello. Please. Okay, let me just load that in. Okay, thank you. Oh, it's lovely. This one is called Incidental Motions. Okay, I'm just going to stop you there. Ex- uh, I'm I'm just about to get the words out and and read. Shall I stop the cello? Music? Yeah, you stop the cello. Okay. I just wanted to know, um, Dwight, do you want this uh, chicken leg? I mean, I'm not going to turn down a delicious-looking yeah. chicken leg like that. If right. you would just pass it across the table, yep, I will use it as fuel for my it's got art. Ian's secret sauce on it. Mm. I, Should I put the cello music while you eat? Please. While you eat. Yes, it's part of... There you go. And remind us what this one's called. This one is called Incidental Motion. <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking a little bit on oh, the chicken the music. Should I help you out there? I've got though that was an old chicken leg oh. in my throat, and it's gone. And now I can read okay. incidental motions. Okay, Dwight, and uh, I just wanted to ask you before you do that. Um, I would love your... for me to get through this poem, of course. But first, could you just let me know what is your favourite poem? My favourite poem is, of course. Ulysses. Mm. Mm. Well, the the James Joyce book. I or mean, the old. It is Homerian. a collection. It is. It is just 
nonsense all the way through, and it let me know as an author I could do just about whatever I wanted. Mm. Um, okay. And starting now with incidental motions. Okay. First, okay, I'll get into them. Incidental motions. Sautéed. I'm going to tell you that I forgot to put the music on. I forgot to put the cellos back on. Oh, that is why I didn't get into the groove right um, away. If you could put it... Do you think... Um, if you could just put it on. Uh, I, just one question before you do... I've answered motions. probably 17 questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you are... No, we do want to hear. Just one more. We do want to hear. Because I'm... I'm a philistine. You've told me that I don't listen to I don't listen or read to any poetry at all. And Sean is a big poetry fan. I mean, I think he writes himself. Have you got a poem that you've, you've yes, written? Yes, I've got one called "Incidental Motion." Yeah, and how's that go? Ex- excuse me. Shh. If you could just turn the cello up a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Sautéed potatoes, green asparagus, floating on a bed. Warm heat. Excuse me, I must interrupt you wow. there. You, wow. you seem to be borrowing from my style. I don't know what you mean. Oh, he means Incidental biting motion. your style. Oh, that's just out of order. I'm not biting your style at all. Well, then I'll move on to another piece <laughs> other than can incidental I ask, Can motions. I ask my question, though? Can I ask my question? I'm a Philistine. Sean is a very keen... Poet S. Yeah. I guess you're a poetess. How many uh, I sorry, Chris, to cut off your question. I've written no, hundreds and thousands of poems. Yes. And you've read them all. And how many platinum discs do you have? Platinum discs? Mm. Uh listen, I I'm starting to wonder why I was brought in here today. Yes, of, of course. Of it is to discuss poetry. poetry. Or to, I, I'll allow you one more question Correct. and I'll move on to my next poem, Burger King Menu. Is 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 hip hop and the rap game considered poetry in the eyes of a published poet such as yourself? I mean, I would say that it is when they are rapping about food. <laughs> okay. So the fat boys, mm. they are rap mm. music. So there's a song by the rapper Nas and Buster Rhymes called Fried Chicken. That is one of. The greatest poems. What it does is, is it uses fried chicken as an analogy for different parts of a lady. <laughs> it's like D'Angelo's song, Chicken Grease, when which also is, I suspect, about sex. There's also a most deaf song called Miss Fat Booty. That's right. And that booty did not get fat on its own. That's true. That's it true. was fattened with the Burger King menu. Let me go on with my poem named The Burger King Menu. Should we, before you do, Whopper. should we order some food? That yes, I'm let's get some I food in. Well, if everybody else is ordering, <laughs> I might as well get in on it. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ring up, there's a burger joint uh, Frank, called Frank Cantone's. Frank Cantone's Fra- burger Frank joint. Cantone's. I've not I'm gonna ring it. up his wife and see if uh, he, she can order. What, what, what do you want, Sean? Uh, double cheeseburger. D- double cheeseburger fries? Yeah. Drink? Uh, what can so I get shake, for you? Please. Well, I'll have the first Raw page sugar. of the menu, <laughs> and you... then a so- diet soda. Okay, please. Diet, diet. So, I am. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to now. watch my weight. I'm just ringing now. Hello, Frank Cantone's Burger Joint. Can we order uh, uh, two? Double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger meals with regular Coke, regular fries. Mm-hmm. And the first page of your menu... The whole first page of the menu? 
plus a diet soda. Plus a diet your, soda. Your lady's choice. Okay. Um, uh, that'll be 47.38. 47.38. That is what I have to eat. Would be a poem. That's a very good poem. Is that a haiku? I don't I know. Think it I might haven't be. counted the syllables. I anyway, that'll be. be right over 20, 25 minutes. Do you like poetry, Mrs. Cannington? Love it. What's your? Do you know any poems? No. Sir Shaw, who's my co-host here, has actually written some poetry. Okay, I hope it's a short one. I uh, I got a whole bunch of customers over here. Yes, this poem is called Burger King Menu. <laughs> oh, that's I I should be offended by that, but hopefully it's derogatory towards the Burger King Empire. Uh, just uh, Dwight, could you just pass over that that poem, please? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm not going to give you my poem. Oh, okay. Hand him the poem, you fat prick. I don't... I cannot believe that I'm being treated in such a way. The lady wants to hear a poem. I will I will hand you Burger King menu, but only this once. Okay, just you. so you can read it and know what a real poet is like. Of course. Of course. Mrs. Cantone? Still here. Okay. Surprised by even myself. Burger King menu. Main menu, combo meals come with small fries and small drink. Upgrade to medium for 69 cents. I mean, he's not even reading it properly. Or large for $1.20. Oh, okay, then. Oh, should I put the cellos on? Oh, yeah, the cellos would be great. Whopper, four nineteen. Double Whopper, five twenty nine. A1, ultimate bacon cheeseburger, six twenty nine. I mean, you can't even hear Whopper that. Junior! Two nineteen. Okay, give it something. Big King, three eighty-nine. What do you what What did you think of the poem so far, uh, Mrs. Canton? Well, it's. I mean, my direct competitor's menu, so I'm not too sure I want to be extra an long jalapeno cheeseburger. Three eighty-nine. He brings time. it to life. What can I tell you? He brings the the words to life. Original chicken sandwich, four oh nine. Tender Listen, crisp. Is this gonna go on for very much longer? Because I got a whole I don't know. I don't know. I've not heard the. I haven't me. heard the poem. It's so a surprisingly long menu. <laughs> you mean poem? Uh, I mean poem. I know. I sometimes I just get so deep into the well, concept. Welcome to my process. Uh, I I specialize in very deep deep meaning poetry. Mm. I'll just skip to the last um, stanza. Yeah. And then you can get off, Mr. Cantone. Okay, I would love to get off. <laughs> just kidding. French toast sticks, one dollar. Three piece. Hash browns, one dollar. Small. Hash browns, one eighty nine. Large. I am crying. I am crying. We'll get that food over for you, you. right away, and it's free of charge. <gasps> oh, thank you, the Mrs. Cantone. The power Cantone. of words. Thank of, you, Mrs. Cantone. The power of my words, sir. Dwight, and just so you know, the front page of the Cantone's menu is literally just the logo. So um, they, there is no food coming for you mm. other than the sundries that you ordered. Uh, I hope you're kidding, because I have quite an appetite after getting so worked up from you taking my words and passing them off as your own. Our poems just like jokes. They're just in yeah. the air, in the ether, mm, and then they mm, sort of become mm, public property mm. after a certain time. After 50 years, and then they become public domain, I assure you that I've not allowed them to do that. I mm. guess having heard your poem out loud, finally someone's spoken one of your poems mm. out loud. 
Well, I've tried. I don't know if you were paying attention, but I was attempting to Sorry, I was talking. read my poems. I was just talking. Oh, well, I'll just <laughs> go back to... Well, having heard your poem out loud, it sounded to me exactly like the Burger King menu. But obviously there's some deeper meaning to the words. No, what I'm You're trying to tell you I, is that I write menus. And I write them in a poetic way. I'm just going to cut you off there, Dwight, because what I want to know is some people describe sport uh, in poetic terms and they say like a beautiful goal. I don't know is what, like what a, is sport. Like poetry. Sport is physical activity. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No. So you would not say that, say, I do. an, um, like a 90-yard touchdown pass. You would not describe that as poetry. No, it's not. It's just physical movement, something I abhor. Okay. But your first poem is called Incidental Motion. Yes. It, it's, it's as if you're in Congress. I wrote that one for Caesar's Steakhouse in Calgary, Alberta. And it's the whole menu is sort of a, a play on the Roman Senate. Ooh, it's funny you should mention the Roman Senate, actually, because um, I thought we could dust off one of our oldest and me- uh, most best-loved features, the wisdom of, of the, the ancients. the most best ancients. Yes. Uh, oh, you know what? I don't know where the tape is. We haven't used it. For s- Hang on, let me, I'll just rummage through this box. Hang on. Well, the, I... You do have to sit here and wait for you to rummage through You could always tell us some poetry while you're one of your poems. I will. This one is called Starters. Oh, sounds good. Hang on, I'm just rumbling. Hummus. Found it! No, I found it. I found it. I I was just on the first word. Hummus is a starter. Hummus. I found it. I found it. I'm just going to play the jingle. The Wisdom of the Ancients, the part of the programme where we delve into the past for insights into the present. We've talked about we talked about Ulysses, mm-hmm. we've talked about um, Caesar's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really delving into the ancient world here and, and there's clear origins uh, of modern poetry mm. to be found in the ancient civilizations of the Mediterranean region. I've written some great poems for the Mediterranean region. What, what first got you into poetry where 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 is this love of all things verbal i remember dwight as a young boy my parents bringing me to a restaurant mm. and there is a specific menu as you are aware when you're a boy and you're young that your parents get a large menu and you get a smaller menu oh, oh yeah, yeah with a map yeah, on the back and of the i map always felt like i was being Denied something. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the adult menu oh. and I was inspired. How old were you? I was seven years old, sir. Wow. Real coming of age. Tale. So I looked at every item on the menu and salivated, just wanting jalapeno poppers. I mean, that explains... Wanting chicken wings in 14 mm. flavors. Mm. Wanting nachos grande mm. with... With that ground beef drizzled on the top I mean, of it and all cheese of these things melted. That you're saying, yes, they explain yes. why you're such a fatty, but they don't explain where your love of words and the poetry. because the words described the food, and without the words, I would not be able to <laughs> ask for the food. Fair, fair. Oh, right, right. That does make sense. If you go to a restaurant, <laughs> you cannot 
expect to know what the you can point at the menu though. You can cook. point at the pictures on the menu and go, mm. "Oh, mm-hmm. do not speak to me about restaurants that merely have pictures for their menu. Mm. Denny's can go to hell." Oh, I'm yes. still not sure why you didn't become a chef. Why? What? What purpose would that serve? Sir? Well, you could. I feel like then I would have to is... do physical activity right. in order to get food. We still read um, people who be uh, Philip Larkin, for instance. He's a good poet. We still mm-hmm. read Word Wordsworth. Yeah, we still read um, Seamus Heaney. Seamus Heaney. You know, these are classics. <laughs> Their work is go go to your average street corner in England. Or in New York, or in Seattle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or in Burkina Faso. I don't know anywhere on the globe, and ask them if they've heard those names. And I, I wager that you will not be surprised if they say mm-hmm. they've never heard of them. What if- but then ask them, sir, mm-hmm. if they have been to a Burger King and mm-hmm. ordered a Whopper, oh, gone into a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. And ordered a double down sandwich. Mm. Mm. I wager to you, sir, that they will have heard of and done the action. I have. Well, what's you, that got to do with you? I have. Eating. I have. I have written those menus. The word whopper is one of my most finest creations. Okay. All right. I'll buy it. Oh yes, the rope. Ro- the whopper is ninety nine cents. On yeah, the I know. I read menu. it out earlier. Yeah. Um. I tell you who will have eaten all amounts of shit and food in their life and they're probably sitting there wedging fatty, oily food into their moors right now while just vegetating on some sort of lazy boy window looking and heavy breathing into their... And that's our listeners. Yes, our cherished listeners. Let's hear from them in our next feature, The Answering Machine. You have the questions. Our experts have the answers. The Answering Machine. The part of the program where you, the listeners, ask us questions and we put them to our guest for some answers. You can take part by looking up the topics on our social media at Facts Up Pod. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also send us voice messages on the topics to factsuppod at gmail.com. And uh, our first question... Out of the trap is indeed a text question from Stevie, who asks, is it possible to write a poem that doesn't sound embarrassing when read aloud? How, please? Good question, because I have been embarrassed reading Dwight's poems out loud. Uh, Why? Why have you... Everybody reads a menu out loud. They look up at the chalkboard. They, They say to their friends... Would you like to share a basket of fries? And that, 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 my friend, is not an embarrassment when you bring people together with your words. Mm. Would you like to share a basket of fries? No, thank you. What about, what about a really embarrassing poem like... It's if I got nachos bitsy bitsy for the it. table? Hmm? If I got nachos for the table... If I got nachos for the table, would you have just a few? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a few. Probably have. I've inspired okay. Chris to order nachos. Was that a poem that you just did? I am working as we speak. 
But there was no cello music on, so it's quite hard to tell. Well, if you maybe in the editing of this can put nah. a cello and an... Oh, fine. Nah, we don't and edit. This well, is live. Stevie's asking, you know, how do you go about writing a poem that's not embarrassing? Well, I'm, I'm showing her how to. Mm-hmm. I'll do another. If I got a bucket of Coronas, would everyone have at least one? If I got a bucket of Coronas. I see. I can't work out if he's asking us to get him a bucket. Tapas! Therefore, sharing. Well, I hope that answers your question, Stevie. Seems like, Stevie, all you've got to do is just repeat yourself two or three lines. It seems to me, Stevie. Yell a cuisine at the end of it. What you've got to do is maybe repeat yourself one or two times and. It seems to me, Stevie, that what you have to do is repeat yourself once or twice. I don't, do I put the cello music on? And I don't, know. I don't know. If you say anything with confidence, people will completely agree with you that this poem is magnificent. Mm. Well, is that I hope that answers your question, Stevie. <laughs> I've got an answer machine message here. Perfect. Don't forget, listeners, fatsuppod at gmail.com and you can hear your voice on the podcast. We'll be delighted to hear from you. Hi guys, um, this is Tom in South East London. Thank you for the opportunity to ask my question about poetry. Um, it's something that's been on my mind for a while actually because um, I heard the other day that poems don't actually have to rhyme, which got me a little bit worried because I thought, am I just going around saying poems the whole time without realising it? Because that's not me, I'm not that guy. And, you know, I've got nothing against people that do talk in rhyme. I like hip hop. Um, but you know, if I am doing that, I'd at least like to know. So maybe you could just help me understand what, where is that line between words which don't rhyme and are a poem and words which don't rhyme and aren't a poem. And uh, I just don't want to cross that line. Well, thank you. That's a great question. That was one of the greatest poems I've ever heard someone this that Tom is a gifted individual, and that if that that whole message that you played <clears throat> was brilliant. Th- this is touching on what Sean and I were just saying. Actually, it's quite hard to differentiate what mm. is a poem and what isn't a poem. As far as I can, can tell, it's whether it's got cello underneath it. Right, and I mean, and, and if I, it's got beats, it's hip hop. Yeah, and Dwight seems to be labouring under the misapprehension that it's anything anyone says, <laughs> even including a menu. Ah. Uh, Obviously, you've not read the menu at Byron. I have no, read it. I mean, I've read it, but it didn't have cello. So, I, can we just answer this Byron question, Burger. please? I want to know what differentiates. If I said "goodly, goodly, goodly," is that a poem or is that just me spouting nonsense, like one of our listeners does when he's cleaning the car? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that how much more I can explain to you by expertise in poems. Mm. I've written thousands of them. Yeah. I mean, what I would say to Tom is that you're, you're surrounded by people that love you and you'll, you'll, you'll be able to get through this. And we're, everyone here at the Fat Top Podcast is really rooting for you to get through this uh, uh, crisis of confidence. Well, thank you, listeners, for those questions. And do remember you can take part. By tuning into our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we'll put up the latest topics that we're covering on Fat Up, and you can send your questions to us there. They'll be gratefully received, and we have a veritable roundtable of experts. Is the food not arriving at all? I was promised a meal. 
when I came into the studio, you said if I came in to record this episode, I would be getting one square meal, mm -hmm. and I'm still waiting for that. Okay, um, that's a fair point. Mm -hmm. I suppose Mrs. Cantone's will be along soon. Uh, in the meantime, you could probably have a rummage around in Ian's potato sacks and see if there's any potatoes. Can I have a sidebar with my co-host? If you Mr. must, I will just rummage around in these sacks looking for inspiration. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean, I know this sounds totally insane. But hear me out. If we kill him, there'll be more food for us. Think about it. He's getting the whole first me the whole first menu, mm. page of the first menu. Okay, Look, I, I don't seed. like it, but it's what we have to do. Does it seem really food in here? Um, hey, Hello. hey, fatty. Yeah, excuse me, I have a name, and it's Dwight Rowe. Hey, why, do, why don't you look over in that corner? Do you mean turn my back and to you and look into this corner? Yeah, fully turn my back. It's going to. <laughs> ah! Chris, Chris, stop it, Chris! That's where the abandoned mine shaft is. He would have just fallen down <laughs> it. Just make sure. I'll just put, are you going to push him down there now? I don't want anything to do with this. I'm stuck in this mine shaft. Well, uh, it looks like our guest is stuck down the mine shaft. We've learned a lot about poetry, and when the food gets here, we'll throw some French fries down that shaft. Mm -hmm. Have you got anything else you'd like to add to poetry this month, week? I uh, know. Just to say, listeners, enjoy yourselves on World Poetry Day, and don't take any risks. Thank you for downloading the podcast, listeners. We really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every week, and you can get involved in the podcast by asking us questions for our answering machine feature. We'll be announcing the topics on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that's at Fat Up Pod. Or you can leave us a voice message by emailing a voice message to fattuppod at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear your questions. And you can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes. It lets other people know that we're a good time and a fun listen. And we'd really appreciate if you could just spare a few seconds to do that for us. And until then, keep on facting up. Facting up.